Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by LeZero, the man of a thousand rants, as well as Relentless, who has the spiciest takes, and Wabbit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Man, I feel like it's been a month since I've talked to you two. Uh, uh, that's probably not wrong. I'm joined by Wabbits and Relentless, but now we're doing the whole bit again. So, like, I'm first again. Let's go. <laughs> I'm out here. Uh, I'm out here. Like I had to fight and like ask Combo <laughs> to leave the entire community to get my spot. And he's out here replacing me with Flash Force already. True. I'm going to be honest. You, you know what I hear when, I, when, I, when I'm streaming, dude? All I'm hearing is like, where's Combo? So... <laughs> Um, yeah. not what oh, can wow. I do, so, so much. Great. It was so much better when it was just combo. True. It was just com- it was just combo by himself. <laughs> Give me that. Combo I actually I, I only listened to about the four to five minutes that combo talked in the podcast per episode. <laughs> I skipped through the rest until I heard combo's voice. I was just uh, fast forwarding through the rest of it. Man, I you know I think relentless is is gonna have to get on a tight leash because. Uh, the more and more he talks, the more and more we're just going to have guest interviews or something. Or else the podcast <laughs> is just going to fall through, you know, fall through the cracks. Um, it's funny because like Relentless. Yeah, I mean, people will hear at the end of the show, but Relentless went a whole tirade about a bunch of things. Uh, we missed half of it, but I did start recording afterwards. But I told him. So I was nice. So now he now he kind of brought it back. You know, he didn't he didn't like keep going with with his uh, tirade. <laughs> um, but I will say. Relentless, man, you you've you've hit the big time. You're bigger than the show now. I what can I do, man? And he hates the game and he hates the podcast, but he's bigger than it. So well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> let, let's be honest. Like, is it hard to be bigger than this show? I mean, really? Like, Nick Tacular is bigger than our show. Okay, hold up. There's there's jokes that you can make, but that's a little bit too far. Uh, how I many mean, followers does Nicktacular have versus any of us? All of us okay, combined. Okay, did you listen to the, the podcast last week? We were they were literally talking about how the number does not matter. <laughs> Wait, what? What are we talking about? The active viewership is all that matters. Oh, the active viewership is what matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, followers no, Nick, irrelevant. Nick, I will say it's gone up. Like he's doing well, active, uh, like active viewers. But mm-hmm. I, how I hate the fact that you guys brought up Nicktacular. I don't want to talk about him. Okay, I was champ two today. All right, nice. and then I start playing the tackler, and now I'm, you know, almost diamond three again. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Trouble in paradise going on between you and Nick Tackler. Is the romance dead? No, no, no. I, I think, I think uh, the romance never started. Um, mm-hmm. Are you guys looking to bring illusion. in a third to spice things up? I know a guy. I mean, I hear there's this guy who like actively tries to, you know, be the third wheel on every show and every uh, friendship group. Um, but I don't know who that would be. And he's certainly not on this podcast. <laughs> I feel personally attacked right now. <laughs> I mean, I, well, that was okay. I don't know how you took that one personally. It wasn't about you, but sure. Sure. Okay. Rabbits. There we go. Give me that. Uh, what is it? That validation. Listen, I made the joke and Wabbis was like, nah, I need to know a hundred percent that this is not about me. So I'm mm-hmm. going to, you know, put it on myself. I'm just make just to muddle bad. the waters a little bit, the avatar of this person that uh, Lazira is talking about is a furry. So I'm mm, just going to muddle mm. it a little bit because mm, that's okay. still both of us. <laughs> is it though? I mean, are you not a wabbit? Is it though? 
Are you not a wabbit? I mean, no. I know you're like an e-girl too, but like, are you not a wabbit? Hey, being two literal wabbits that are hugging does not mean. Okay. We're not going to talk about <laughs> student profile pics right now. That's not fur. That's literal rabbits pictures. That's not fur. Wabbits have fur. Like, Okay. Zero take us away. From I this. thought you went to school. <laughs> Get us out. <laughs> I mean, listen, like, if this is what the show is going to be like, I might as well just do entries every week at this point. Lazero's <laughs> um, ran out. Of, he's going to hit Ty Swoogles. He's going to hit Hunty. And then he's he's naturally going to go down to Nicktacular. Like, he's just going to go down oof. the list and just progressively get worse. And then he's going to, like, in, in two, three weeks, he's going to be like, okay, guys, you can come back. I'm out of guests. <laughs> He's ran through now, you know what's gonna happen. You know what's gonna happen when when I run out of people to talk to on the show. All right, that's when I'm gonna interview myself. All right. <laughs> oh, I'm waiting for it. I'm so ready for that. That's just gonna be the oh, which episode was that of the Artifacts You Brought Us podcast? Oh no. Okay. Okay. No, not that. Wait. Which one are you talking about? No, no. I'm I not think- talking about that kind of interview. I'm gonna literally like do the interview. And the, the oh, person you're actively talking. okay, okay, okay. Like a like a, I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> like some people talk to themselves, all right. But mm. I'm gonna actually talk to myself actively. Um, two recordings, ones with with pausing, just just perfect. Oh no, I would not do two recordings. <laughs> two recordings. Overlay. It's gonna sound. It's gonna sound like it's gonna be weird. You'll learn uh, what it's like to interrupt yourself. <laughs> And folks, this is what happens when uh, we take two weeks off. Um, speaking of people who, you know, can talk about themselves now, uh, Relentless, you have a really big announcement. Let's talk about it. Yes, big announcement. I teased it in the uh, highlight section, I don't know, a few days ago. Um, the coach slash manager for 72PC reached out to me and said, hey, when we make our LCS, do you want to cast it? And I was like... Uh, yes, obviously I want to, I want to cast that. I get to now officially be an RLCS caster. Like you can't take that away from me. It doesn't mean anything, but you can't take it away from me. And so we already have a title for the show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will be an RLCS caster on Thursday, barring any extreme, extreme issues with 72 PC playing. I think it's today, um, that they are playing through their bracket and everything. So as long as they get through quals, I will be casting on the 72 PC channel and I'm going to be running that broadcast as well. So they're going to give me the stream key and stuff like that. I'm creating scenes and all that kind of stuff for it. Um, They've got a graphic designer creating overlays and everything for us as well. So it's going to be pretty in depth. Um, And I was actually looking at it and it kind of brings me to a thought that I was having. So when they're like, okay, you're going to do this and you're going to be the one running it. They don't have, they didn't have like assets to give me for that kind of stuff. Cause they haven't had to have anyone casting for them up to this point. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, let me go look at some of the larger organizations and what they do for their individual casting. So I looked at something like Dignitas and, uh, and some of those and um, they didn't really have anything overly in depth. I was expecting a little bit more production value out of what they were putting together. So I was, um, I was like, Oh, okay, cool. I can put something simple together and it's going to work out well. I just, you know, I was actually caught off guard cause they've got more high profile casters than me coming on to like Dignitas's cast. Yeah. So, um, I just kind of figured they had a, uh, a more, I don't know, polished. I'm going to be production. honest. So we, we've, we've said this before, like 72 PC is a community. Like it's not 
an org, right? Like they've talked about this before, right? Where it's like they don't, it's just a bunch of people that are volunteering a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I wonder, like, I'm curious what, you know, I mean, we'll we'll get into it later uh, in our esports section, but uh, I'm curious kind of how, how that uh, the team kind of uh, payment and stuff like that kind of works as well. I'm yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure as far as I mean, because, you know, a lot of people start their own orgs and everything like that. Like you have go go on Twitter, go in the IGL discord or something like that. And you'll see plenty of XYZ esports. You know, it's just one of those things of like you have so many different esports and stuff like that. But 72 PC is a non-org that is immediately recognizable across Rocket League. So I think it's just kind of cool that they have that um, available to um, them. And, mm-hmm. 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 I, they're um, like, they're, I'm not going to use clout anyway. So I use it's clout. Um, okay. It's Notoriety. Clout. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just use clout. Just use it. It's better. <laughs> All right, keep going. No right. Um, yeah, sure. So either way, like they, they have recognizability and stuff um, about them. And so it's just one of those things of I think it's really cool and really interesting that I get to be part of this. And I'm extremely thankful to them for allow, allowing me to be part of this. So I'm putting a bunch of work into the production for that so that um, everything looks polished, everything looks clean and everything so that we can really build a viewership and stuff on it. And then, you know, I can't officially become too big for this show and, and leave you guys in a cloud of dust impossible i'm i'm counting on it (laughs) (laughs) do you still regret your decision for bringing me on for that first time interviewing i know wabbits regrets it it'll be a two-fold win for me okay Mm -hmm. one there's a chance you'll trash talk us all right on an rlcs broadcast when you're when you're casting in front of hundreds of thousands of uh viewers you'll trash talk us but indirectly it'll be actually promotion for a show all right and two, you'll be off the show. So it'll be a double. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, do you do you want to watch or do you want to listen to a podcast that is worse than the play that you're seeing on the screen right now? <laughs> Go check out the ASAP Weekly Rocket League podcast because they are there to just disappoint you. That's what's going to happen. Uh, I mean, listen, listen, we, yeah, we uh, dare to disappoint is our, mo- our motto. <laughs> Another great name for the show. Um, speaking of disappointments, uh, as season two is ending April 7th, speaking of other disappointments, um, yeah, we have a tournament that's uh, to be determined March 27th. That's all we're telling you. So that's the disappointment is we're saying there's possibly maybe a tournament on March 27th, but who knows by then relentless might have either quit rocket league or become so big. All right. That he's never coming back. Uh, so therefore we'll have to figure out what we'll do with tournaments then Thursday um, will be the 72 PC broadcast. So that's when you'll find oh, yes, out that yes. I'm a superstar. So Thursday well, at some casting, point uh, on the 72 you, you PC time. channel is casting RCSX for 72 PC on Thursday. Uh, when are qualifiers? Cause I kind of like, I think it starts at, um, 1 p.m. Eastern time. I think that's when day one, no, no, or at least that's like, when the stream and stuff is going to start. You're saying they nice. have to they have to qualify still, right? Yeah, qualifiers I think are going on either today or tomorrow. Ty Swoogles can answer the question for us very quickly, but I'm pretty sure it's going on today. So what you're saying is that there is a possibility, okay, that we hype this up on this episode, release the episode, and then they don't make it. Well, uh, let's see. They have... 72 PC is pretty much they have to beat X set right now and then they're qualified. So I'm looking at, I'm looking at the team. bracket now. They just have to beat X set. 
they do have karma though so that by by definition that means the other three players are they're going to be the new best players in the world mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um, so once once 72 pc releases karma 72 pc will then become the best team in the world it's a fact yes it's just science but yes. i'm gonna and you we'll know if i ever karma. get to talk yeah, yeah. to karma i'm gonna let her know what the you know the fanboy that you are Zero, because I I know how much you have followed her career and just really understand the staple that she is for you within the Rocket League scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She is the staple that keeps it all together. Like there's chaos, right? There's unknowns, and then there's karma. All right, and no matter what in Rocket League, there's karma. Um, uh, what I was gonna say is it's funny how that whole oxygen thing got knocked out by Stromboli, by the way. Well, we'll talk about oxygen in a second. Uh, uh, yeah, let's let's wait for the esports section. Talk about the esports. Um, I guess I might as well mention it here. Like we are planning to do an esports show with Ty Swiggles once a month, so that will be dropping sometime this month. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, I want to say it's funny how how with Karma it was like literally just because Combo hated her. <laughs> I, I I that's that's literally why the I, I became a fan, and I mean. In some ways, like when you watch so many like reverse sweep or like one game away from making main RCS like several times in a row and then losing that game. I mean, you just can't help it. Well, especially in such dramatic fashion. Right. And like that's Mm. that's pretty much what it came down to. It was like very specific moments that were easily identifiable as like you guys could have done it here. And it was just that that was, I think, the, the heartbreaker for all of it. It was like one goal, best of seven. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. Um, yeah, or, or like two or three chances to qualify, two chances to qualify and losing both of them. Yeah, yeah, there's there's uh, some great storylines uh, back in the old RLCS. Um, all right, let's kind of move forward a little bit here. The first topic that we have on our agenda today is the first touch podcast, which is um, hosted by Dazrin, I believe. And it is kind of the, Rocket League, it's on the main Rocket League Twitch channel. Um, and it's kind of like a sport, like the presentation very much reminds me kind of a, a sports center type show, or I, I don't know what the American equivalent would be, but uh, like a very like sports, sports center. Broadcast. Sports center is literally American, it was been created by ESPN. It's like literally American. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I'm gonna listen. Actually, I, I have no affiliation <laughs> or no, no want of like like trying to be patriotic to my country's uh you know multi-million dollar company that's laid off 200 people so uh <laughs> that's a deep cut um so uh i'm not gonna defend it yeah whatever <laughs> sports center i think what? people know everyone knows what it's about um so i just want to say uh, if if they if if they blow up bigger than we we do and they probably will because let's be honest we're terrible um mm-hmm. we only have ourselves to blame we have a 115 episode head start they literally are starting episode one yesterday so like they have actually re- recorded so they actually recorded already 14 episodes but they're they have like official episode one that's like a rocket league like with rocket league like it kind of seems like it's yes it's first touch but it's still like a Rocket League uh, Psionics production or Epic Games production. That's um, so because yeah, you don't you don't find that weird that they've recorded fourteen episodes already though. Like it's a it's like a fourteen episode series that they've recorded that they're releasing weekly, but it's not gonna inherently be current and stuff by doing that. No, no, are like, you sure? No, I'm pretty sure. 
they re- I'm, they've already I'm looking done. at the yep. yeah they're Release they're rate. releasing it weekly. But is wait you're saying this is already stuff they've done and yep. now no, you you said you said they recorded it already. You said they I'm already saying, recorded 14 episodes. I'm saying they've already released 14 episodes previously under oh. their like own title that was not associated with Psyonix. So this episode one is not the first time they've done a podcast. It's just the first time that it's like a Psyonix like live. Ah, uh, gotcha. I got you what you're saying. Broadcast. Got we it. still have 115 episode head start because it's starting episode one released yesterday. So it's one of those things of like, we really only have ourselves to blame because how terrible we are. Um, and you know what? I, I can't just, take this negativity, dude. Look, Look, can I just it's your fault, Zero. Why did you choose such a washed game to talk about? Like, that's <laughs> the problem that we're running into here. You chose failure and then you brought us into it. It's so funny because if this was actually the case, I mean, I would be two for two for choosing uh, games that were <laughs> going to die when I start doing my podcast, uh, you know, starting with the first one. That uh, would be impressive. I, I mean, Honestly, Zero is the kind which, of guy that bought GameStop stock when it was at 500. Like, that's what Zero is doing to us right the, now. When it lost all the value. Yeah. Um, you. No, no. T- okay. Let me let me talk a little bit because uh, I watched a little bit of the show. One thing I will say that immediately I was like, oh, my goodness, this is I was realizing it's like it's very different to talk about a podcast like this and just like. I'm like, okay, like, you know, I, I don't think about, you know, who's listening or who's viewing it as much. But then you, like, think about 22,000 people when you're live, literally listening to what you're saying, and you can't make any mistakes. It was it was very interesting to see, like, them, like, you know, they're talking about certain topics, and they're like, I can't say anything that's going <laughs> to that's gonna get me in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think it was very, like... You know they were they were like cracking jokes and stuff, right? Um, and there was obviously there's the women's carball league that that's going on as well, right? Um, and I saw a couple times that they were like cracking joke. They're like, okay, let me not go on this joke because if it at all fails, I'm you know foot in my face exactly. So it's quite I think interesting. That's, that's definitely yeah. gonna be the hard part for somebody in essentially the eighteen to you know maybe twenty seven to thirty. Uh, age mm. group and stuff anyone in that 12 year gap and stuff that's like either broadcasting or being a representative of a game a brand anything i think that's gotta be the hard part with a bunch of these guys because they all broadcast together regularly so they have at least a friendly relationship that they're that they have between each other and there's got to mm. be jokes and stuff that go on in between they got to communicate and that kind of thing so for them to uphold professionalism at you know a lot of them at a younger age like i think it's overall pretty impressive because I think it's very easy to get lost at at that younger age of, you know, finding where that line is when you are representing something else. That's not just directly you. I think that's kind of what impresses me about a lot of the broadcasters is that you don't really see a lot of them going off into the weeds. that's going to misrepresent the brand. It happens every now and then, but it's not very often. I mean, to, to, to that point, like, I, f- I felt what more than anything, it's like 22,000, like imagine 22,000 people listen to you as you're saying something. All right. And then it's your first show and you know, like, you know, that Sayonis is kind of there. And like, if you guys make a mistake, <laughs> um, it's, it's a lot of pressure, man. I, I think Dazrin did an amazing job, honestly, as a host. Um, and there it's, you know, we, we'll, I'll let relentless kind of yell about rocket league and, uh, and podcasts in a second. 
Um, but I will say from, I did like the style. Like it's a very sports, like topic. Doc. It's kind of, it, honestly, it, it's, it's laid out the same way the pre-show is laid out for esports um, in some ways where they have all these topics and they're just running through it. So um, I think it, that works way better for a visual medium, I feel as well. Like, you know, I I have actively made an attempt to make us go more kind of wherever wherever it takes us, right? While that show is is very much going to that uh, point by point format, you know, here here's the reactions, here's the topics, and and then some visuals to go with it. So well, and that's uh, I mean that's the difference between a podcast that is constructed by the entity that the game exists around and a podcast that was started by fans of the game. Like there's a vast difference on how that works and what's expected so when you have a podcast that's controlled by psionics they expect you to hit certain talking points and be able to talk about their game in positive lights and when you're critical yeah about you, it, you know what you will not get relentless bashing uh, rocket league <laughs> on the official rocket league show you know no you're not <laughs> no you're not well i mean and if you do it's going to be more about it's not gonna be about the game itself they're not gonna talk about any issues with the game itself or any decisions that psionics makes any extreme critical manner and you know that's what i would expect if i was working for psionics i would do the same exact thing everyone here has it you know has had a job that kind of like hey you got to follow the company line on a lot of that stuff so i don't i don't take that as a negative detractor but it's one of those things of understand whenever you're listening and i do encourage people to listen to it because it's a you know released once a week type of thing we're released once a week type of thing honestly there's people who want more content of this Mm -hmm. variety so by 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 all means yeah have a listen yeah go listen like i said i mean realistically like what everyone's there's enough time to consume all of this if you go watch a sunless video it's not gonna be like well i gotta stop listening to asap (laughs) because i watched sunless for 14 minutes like no it's it's all available the the bigger comparison would be like Okay, I, I watched a Sunless video. I, I can't I can't bring myself to watch a Seabell video and a Wayne video now. <sighs> I will say if you're watching Seabell and Waiting though, you're gonna be like big brain about Rocket League because those guys are way too smart for me. So like they they look at Rocket League from an analytical perspective, and I think that's kind of cool, but it's just one of those things of like after a while, I like kind of I like being able to poke fun at the cathedral of a game that you know a million concurrent players think about. So I, I think that's um, that's kind of what I enjoy a little bit more. So yeah, I'll be critical of stuff, but I do encourage people to go go listen to this. This is going to give you more exposure into something and maybe more in-depth analysis from people that are directly related to Psyonix. So it's going to give you at least a different perspective than what you get here. So I do encourage that because um, we're an hour, they're an hour. Like you have plenty of time to listen to all of it. So um, gain that perspective. But I do think it's interesting that like you know the zero setups up for failure why didn't you make these connections with like devin connors or any of the pro- you know production staff out there that hey we have like you tout it every week you know you and your attitude of the longest running episodic weekly rocket league podcast but where's the networking Lazero? i thought you were an adult by now i mean i mean yeah and as an adult <laughs> i actually have responsibilities so uh <laughs> um um, that's kind of funny that you mentioned because like what like a lot of people right now that have kind of really transitioned, you know, from, from content creation or podcasting to the main like RLCS stage. Right. You look at Stumpy and um, Cole. Right. Um, and it's like, you know, a lot of them doing it for five years. Right. Uh, and I don't know. I, th- I think it's it's definitely very interesting. 
I mean, like Tom's podcast is a big one that I always go back to as well. It's like Tom had, you know, all of these amazing interviews. Right. Um, and yet, you know, he, he didn't feel like he he saw it growing. So um, it's kind of interesting how that works. But I find like his interviews were very fascinating, like and the, the people he talked to was very engaging. But for, for whatever reason, it didn't seem to uh, expand much more, you know, than that or at least how much he'd hoped. Right. So um, I don't I don't like I don't even know if I started getting like <laughs> I mean, sure, there's there'd be a bump in one episode. Right. But is there, do they do that, those people stick around for the next episode? Right? That's always a big question. Um well, I guess if uh, but, you look at it, if you're if you're focused heavily on the numbers specifically, then yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. it's going to be very hard, especially for somebody like Tom or even this show starting two years ago. Like Rocket League wasn't the game it is now two years ago. Like you didn't have the fan base within Rocket League two years ago. If anything, two years ago when we started, I mean, it's the reason why this this went so well is because of the fact that Rocket League was very much in a downswing, right? Like if you yeah. think about it, uh, it was it's it would it got past its honeymoon phase of new game right it's it kind of started becoming more professional but they didn't really know where it was going to go from there um and then you take yeah like we started and there was like uh the the manfield podcast had just ended right um and i kind of looked at him like well this is a good time as any if there's no other rocket league podcast releasing anything so uh we could start it um and it's I mean, it's a series of unfortunate events is maybe uh, how Relentless might, might say it, that me. I got into Rocket League. <laughs> the fact that he's sitting here today is all my fault. Um, but uh, if, yeah, if, if it hadn't been for Jer, you know, the... My I disappointed myself just knows no bounds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess there's some I'm autonomy. giving you all the titles for, for this episode. Like, this is, that's, like, we got it so many to choose from now. I know it's so many that by the end of it, it's going to be like episode 115, period. <laughs> <laughs> Relentless goes uh, off, episode 115. Um, the No, no, I was going to say, though, like the, if Jer hadn't literally been like, hey, we want a team for the club. Uh, yeah, I would have never played the game. So here yep. we are. And also combo um, wouldn't have been on the thing. And that, you know, whole bunch if of things. I just- didn't, if I didn't meet combo at a random, like mm-hmm. every, like, so all the, all the school clubs had to, um, what's, what's the word? All the school clubs had to help like move in people like first year res people. Cause it was like, it's like an event. Essentially they get all the school clubs and they're like, Hey, if this is like mandatory and also we'll give you food. So I was there and they gave me free t-shirts, which speaking of which, uh, I took all of the t-shirts, washed them and I still have seven like Brock Brock clubs t-shirts i'm actually wearing one right now so that's pretty funny um uh but yeah if all those things didn't happen we wouldn't we wouldn't be here where we are today so um yeah an artifact would have died and i don't know if i would have started another podcast about about a game uh let's let's yeah okay first touch is cool (laughs) and go check it out um the yeah let's let's get into relentless here relentless the, the 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 soap the soap, the soapbox is yours. Uh, what what are your uh, grievances with Rocket League and with podcasts and and anything you want to say? This is the relentless corner here. Well, all right, I got plenty to say about all those things. I'm definitely gonna you know have my swing at everything. Uh, talking about you said about two years ago when you guys started, Rocket League was in a downswing, and I even remember, and you know a lot of people may remember this as well, that. 
with something like Rocket League, it was a game that everyone knew existed and they were familiar enough with. They're like, oh, yeah, I saw that on the PlayStation Store. I saw that on Steam, like whatever they did. Um, but they didn't really like it didn't have the heavy investment and everything. And this is where I really get into people that are saying that Epic ruined Rocket League. I'm like, no, Epic pretty much breathed life into this game because it was very good. It was enjoyable to those that played it, but it wasn't something that was really gaining a huge additional following beyond what it already had. So I think, you know, Epic really stepping in had a good impact on the game overall. And I think most people can agree on that. You just have a few detractors that really just kind of have their own grievances and they just want to blame somebody else about why they're still plat three. Um, but uh, podcasting in general, uh, soapbox time, <laughs> let's go to soapbox time. Podcasting in general, I think what's hard about Rocket League podcasting is it's not as accessible. And I don't mean like people can't get to it, but I mean like it's not as some something that's going to captivate the interest of a lot of people in the same fashion that a YouTube video is. And that's why I think Sunless and, and Musty and those and Waiting and those that are growing and stuff like that are so successful is the visual medium and doing something in 12 minutes or less is such a captivating thing compared to an hour long podcasting. Cause let's be honest, what is the demographic of the Epic and Synox are looking for out of rocket league? It's the 14 to 18 year olds or the 12 to 16 year olds, like that kind of range is what they're really looking for, for the heavy investment into rocket league. And those, that age range is not seeking out podcasts. Like I think that's the limitation. As as, as I saw in the first touch, uh, like chat, uh, what it literally said was like, so like I was looking at the chat as, as the, po- as the first touch podcast going on. Uh, one of the comments was, so they're just going to talk like there's no games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, you know, again, that's limitation, the visual medium, like people don't mind talking. They don't, they don't mind you talking about the game, but they want to see something interesting while they do it. That's why, that's why people like musty have been so successful is because, his gameplay is extremely entertaining and interesting to watch. Even if you're like, I can never emulate that. And that's me. I cannot emulate anything Musty does. I'm better off going and watching his videos from two to three years ago to start to figure out like, maybe one day I'll get to this level, not current Musty, but this level. And, uh, and so that's what makes those so successful is even when he has his like twos till I lose videos that are 45 minutes long, like, his gameplay is interesting. His personality is interesting and you can't get both of those things from just a podcast. Like I, like, you know, going back to 72 PC, they kind of do that where they, they do like a weekly podcast thing where they'll go talk for an hour or two hours, that kind of thing. And they're playing games and they're talking about every random subject. I think last time I paid attention and was watching them earlier this week was they were talking about like ray tracing as far as graphics cards and stuff go. So it's not directly rocket league related, but they were talking about gaming in general and, and different stuff, but they were playing while they were doing it. So there was still a visual medium to what was going on. And mm. that's why I'm really upset that Lazero hasn't really pushed the live podcast in here. Again, another oversight by our leader that, you know, will soon be overthrown. Like we're, we're building mm-hmm. a cult here. We'll get you going. Um, but the visual medium is so important to podcasting in general that I think it's, it's going to be the future of it, but you need to do something beyond just, talking you don't have 25 to 30 year olds in abundance 
playing Rocket League looking for content like a podcast that's visual. So you have to be able to gear your content towards somebody that is a little bit younger and all that stuff. So um, that's my rant for the time being. I'll come up with something else later. Wabbits, you there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome to the Relentless Show. Uh, I yeah. have my guests, Lazero and Wabbits here. Uh, we're going to talk about Rocket League for the next 40 minutes. Wabbits, I kind of want you to... Uh... Respond Do you have any soapbox you want to you want to sit on? Oh, I have or, far too many soapboxes, but very few that have to do with relevant things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just air it out. I, we need it. So I think I agree. Okay, no, I'm not going to. But I think I agree <laughs> with you um, in terms of the there being a disconnect, I guess, between the form of media that that we're using, that of podcasting, versus like the form of media that a lot of people in the expected age range, let's say it like that, of players of Rocket League. Um, like like you're saying, the 12 to 16-year-olds, the, I don't know, maybe 13 to 20 as like yep. a fair, fair number of um, or age of people who are expected to be playing. Meanwhile, podcasting is more in the people with jobs that are commuting to work. So you can say 22 to 30 something. Um and that's probably more where you're getting it, uh, which is an interesting little disconnect that we are, I guess. There's only one way to solve it, and everybody knows, okay? We, mm-hmm. We're we not the type of people, all right, that go to the stock market, all right, buy something and then sell really quickly. No, no, no. We're here for that 10-year-long game, baby, all right? Go going to the moon. <laughs> Diamond hands to the moon, baby. Diamond hands strong. <laughs> we get that 10 years, all right? All these kids are going to grow up, and then eventually someone's going to be like, hey, have you heard of what a podcast is? And they're like, no, we now have... Um, your mind messages being sent to other people's minds. Okay, not not so to be that, to a- <laughs> not to be that basic bro, and and we'll get back to Wabbit's soapboxes and stuff here shortly. Not to be that basic bro, but if you look at somebody like Joe Rogan, what's his what does he talk about with his podcast all the time? He didn't care about viewership or anything like that. He's mm. like, I want to talk to people that I find interesting, and if they want to talk to me, then that's fantastic, and I'm just going to continue to do that. And then all of a sudden, across you know the the 20 years that he's been doing it he became, you know, the biggest podcaster in the world. Like, and I'm not saying that we're going to, you know, anything, do anything like that, but it's just one of those things of like, you have to be able to do this because you enjoy talking about something that you're passionate about versus Mm -hmm. like in Tom's case, he didn't see the growth, right? Like he wasn't seeing it really grow into something that he was interested in. And that burns you out when you're not seeing that and you keep putting in a lot of effort because the effort that like even like Lazero and stuff puts in is a lot of effort. And if you are only looking for the results out of it, you're going to be disappointed at the end of the day. So I think you just have to do it because you're interested in it rather than because you're looking for that specific thing that's going to blow you up. Yeah. And I, I think, I think like, honestly, and this, this is some truth to like everything that I've seen is until you've kind of, like, especially because because I've talked to Relentless, and I'm sure Relentless is like, you know, just, just, uh, just, you know, do the grind, do the whole, like, get everyone, you know, and I, I mean, there's a lot of that stuff. I, I, I you know, if, if this was my sole focus, but I think if, if I was overly ambitious about getting those things, 
I would start getting into a mindset where like then it's like oh no like is listenership ship up is that what matters right or mm-hmm. is um you know like I think I think the truth is if if I went full out then I know I would start changing and start being like okay like this is I need to see an increase right or else like the podcast doesn't make sense but I think I mean and maybe this is some reality that I've kind of seen now that I've like I've done like a couple episodes of the Pokemon podcast right um is that i think it is much better for me to continue working on something for a long period of time that i can sustain and i enjoy than if i make it like a a breakneck this has to succeed right Mm -hmm. because i think that's that's more of a trap than than being uh i mean overly cautious which like i said relentless i know i know i get i get it i get it i get it there's there's a lot more i could be doing um you know, I, and you know, we could I, have been the first touch podcast. That's all I'm saying is you could <laughs> have been a better leader. Like look at Wab's face and tell me that does not deserve to be on TV. Like, oh God, even if it's as don't a thing that we make fun of, don't Thank tell me you. it doesn't deserve to be on TV. It is an incredibly terrifying face. Honestly, <laughs> I'd want to see the first touch podcast and it's just, uh, Wabs well, like talking calmly to everyone while playing. <laughs> what what I want to see, Zero, is from the networking aspect of of you, is to mm. get one of us on the First Touch podcast. Oh, ayo, okay, okay. That that's okay. the networking I need to see from you, right? Okay. Like, hey, I'm a 72 PC broadcaster. Provided they get through quals, let me refresh this screen now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, except beat 72 PC. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Dreams you know, crushed in, in, uh, very quickly. Listen, all that work I put into, uh, scenes and starting screens, they go down the drain, but we will persevere. I was a uh, potential just, 72 PC broadcaster. You could get me on. Um, <laughs> but anyways, hilarious. yeah, I think, I think that's, that's our next step is, um, Big Daddy Lazero doing his yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. his magic. Hey, we I got Shogun that. to introduce our show, so we're kind of a big deal. True. <laughs> That's true. Not gonna lie, like I said, you know, just his voice, man. Anyway, wait, adds, hold on, hold on. So I want to I want to find out because because I haven't asked you anything about this. So I post that comment. What did you have to do besides me posting the comment and then you like, okay, cool, I'll see what I can do. What was the steps of getting that ha- to happen? Um the steps yeah like what did you right. do in order to get to happen okay, what did so, you promise so, how much body does wabs on. have to give up in order for this to Relentless, you know, stay good I d- like i don't know how much i want to reveal on the show okay about, about I, what I need dealings to know i need to know this and so by you not to... revealing things it makes me think that you did something shady and i just want to know who do i got to send pictures to uh don't worry Relentless. um Actually, the I've particular got pictures available. It's fine. Intrigue that uh, was requested was actually a lock of uh, you know Wabbit's hair. So, oh, gotcha, uh, Wabbit's, gotcha. if if someone is uh, going to transform into you using you know that Harry Potter potion, uh, you know whose fault it is. Okay, that's all. That's all I'm going to say. Honestly, okay? that's on them. That's their fault. No, I do want to know more details about it though. So, if it's something you have to get to me offline, I'd like to know more. Oh, it's. I yeah I don't want to say anything because my my one fear is like 
if people start doing what I did, then Shogun's just going to get bombarded and it's going to be annoying. Mm. If they listen to the show and they're like, oh, people okay, I'm going to do how this. Easy it is. And, I, <laughs> and I'm going to get Shogun to, uh, yeah, to now voice my uh, two subscriber YouTube video intro. Nice. You know, <laughs> like, and then he gets like 100 requests and it's all my fault, you know? So, yeah, there you Shogun's go. Shogun's got to make money too, man. Don't hide it from the people. <laughs> yeah, don't hide it. Don't hide it. I paid uh, two thousand dollars in cash, and <laughs> I believe it. No small entry fee. It? It's fine. <laughs> I, I took all you know Patreon money from everybody, not just myself. I actually went into uh, all the Patreon we've ever made, even combos, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I just threw it at Shogun, and then Shogun was like, "It's I not mean, enough. I can't really it's not enough, it. but uh, I'll do some charity <laughs> work like, for you." Shogun's <laughs> like, "I was gonna do the intro for the first Touch Podcast, but no, ASAP Weekly, you, you've got me. Okay, I'll, I'll go against the uh, this, this seventeen dollars was all it took." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I will say though that, like, honestly, relentless though, if there are like other things like that that pop up, and especially if they respond, I'm telling you guys, <laughs> go on Nito's know, tw- or go on um, Widow's Twitter and just tell them that they need to interview Lazero. Or Wabbits. Either one is fine. I just need to hear their voice on somebody else's uh, platform so that it's not just us that's getting the uh, toxic and poison. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, 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 if our, yeah, listen, if our fans can make that happen, uh, I'll be very grateful. Um, make right. them, make, make wow. Lazero and Wabbits seem like a bigger deal than they are by like 500 people all requesting <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lazero get, get and Wabbits go. Listen, all right, I'll listen, I need all the listeners, okay? All What's right, all the listeners, action? okay? People who have never been on Twitter before, okay? Make an account. <laughs> this is the worst episode. <laughs> I you, you say it's the worst episode. I think I think this is the the most like the funniest episode we've had in a while. That's that's what I feel. Um because we have solid shows, like solid rockling analytic shows. But sometimes we need those episodes that it's just it's just laughs, dude. Honestly, like, after the Flash maybe, Force episode, that was like so solid and so oh. Exactly. Listen, this we, is needed. like we're I think we need to take more like one week in betweens where I'm doing interviews said because I feel like we get the funnies back, you know? When it's every week, sometimes you guys are like not enough and i'm here standing yelling at my microphone okay all right like, dude you'd, geez, go, on, you'd the, go on the 10 minute rants regardless of what we did that's true yeah but you guys want to re- i mean listen i could like i said okay we get, listen lazero is gonna inter interview the original flash at some point okay i'm gonna do a show where i talk to myself for an hour okay but until that happens can that be right? patreon only so i can't listen to it um <laughs> <laughs> says the guy with that that we finally got the Patreon feed for. It doesn't like, work. We, we <laughs> I told you yet because I don't have. It doesn't don't work. Specific, it sends me to a text specific, only page. That's hilarious because you don't have the specific <laughs> app for it. Amazing. That's amazing. I love um, that. Gosh. That's hilarious. Well, because like you played it off last time as if you like you didn't care, but he actually does care. He's like, actually, I do want to listen. I'm to like offline. I'm like, please, I need this. Um, okay. Uh, we'll, we'll work something out relentless. Okay. We'll, we'll do some shady dealings of another kind. Do you have a lock of hair that perhaps like, <laughs> why? Um, so now we can, all right. Only a few submit a lock of hair. So, so our, whoever's going to impersonate us can start their own ASAP weekly podcast. Okay. Stop giving me ideas. Cause now, now I really want to do a show where we <laughs> the pretend bizarro to be ASAP weekly. 
Um, okay. Uh, actually, I did want to mention, kind of going back to that topic of podcasts that you were talking about, uh, about like just doing it for fun or or like what I noticed, for instance, and like not worrying at all about, about listenership or something is that the fact that I've like started the random Pokemon podcast with my friend is I'm actually really enjoying it because I have zero expectation. I'm like, listen, if, if there's one person, if Wabbits is the only one who listens to this success. Okay. Actually, no, that might be a too high of a bar. If, <laughs> if, if I listen to it, the <laughs> zero goes back to his own podcast to get one listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I listen to it once, success with the Pokemon podcast. Okay, I did do that though. Like when you interviewed me the first time, I went back and listened to my own podcast, and I was like, you know, hey, I'm not completely terrible. This is it, okay. It's, it's just not a bad yourself. thing. I, honestly, well, I, I keep saying thing. like it all went downhill from that first one. Like that first one, I was good. I got a That's lot true. of good feedback from people saying, "Hey, really enjoyed you on the podcast." I haven't heard, received a word from people since. <laughs> so I really peaked at the very beginning and then came out and it was just disappointing to everybody. I mean, is this this might be the reason I keep getting those combo requests recently? Like it's only happened the last month that I've got a couple. What, like is combo gone or what happens to combo or no you tease you know, them man you gave them the cocaine of combo of the second year and, and then <laughs> the combo crack as it were and <laughs> you know you really just i know you didn't i know you didn't intend for a double entendre but it, it, I, anyway um, <laughs> you gave people um, the combo crack and then it just became something that they're like okay i need more like man, we forgot how good this guy was. And if we can just get like Lazero combo and relentless on the show instead of Wabs, then we can make <laughs> this into something. This can really be a good podcast. But Honestly, here we I've are. tried to push people to like listen to those mechanically mediocres with combo. They should. Uh, yeah, they should. If you, well, like, if you want more combo, anyone that goes 16 into, episodes on YouTube. If you want to play extra modes, if you ever want to play Rumble, Go watch that Rumble uh, Mechanically Mediocre on YouTube because it gives you a very, very good perspective into the power-ups, and it's all still relevant today. Rumble has not advanced meta-wise in any fashion since that podcast. If you want to get GC in Rumble, go watch that podcast. Do it. Okay. Um, I'm going to start with Wabbits. Wabbits, how's your week in Rock League? <laughs> in two weeks, I guess. Yo, um, it's been pretty good. Did I say I did say I got GC at some point? For sure, you hit GC. Yeah, I, I hit GC for a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, it was. It was oh a yeah, good yeah, yeah. You got you got twos, but did you get in threes? No, in threes, in threes. Oh, okay. I don't think I've heard that. I, I don't think I hit in season. twos. Yeah, two. Uh, I'm what what was the secret? How did you do it, dude? Um, get out of the low rank. Find players that are good. Did it. <laughs> I'm know. not gonna lie to, to that point. Like I, I like, the couple games that I have played in C2, I'm like, oh, this is what the game looks should look more like because <laughs> uh, there's definitely this big gap where i go from like even in c1 where it's like oh people just miss the ball all the time so you like you hit c2 it's like okay they still miss the ball but like significantly less you know? man significantly I'm, less i'm currently at literally the opposite where it's like man i'm in gc people can hit the ball sometimes Oh, I'm in C3. Nobody's hitting the ball and everyone's... I don't... <laughs> it's just that weird expectation of um, where you think you should be. And it's like, wow, why is nobody hitting the ball correctly? Um, which will never go away. You can be no, caught no, no, and won't. be but like, 
man, I'm in mm-hmm. plot three and people are hitting the ball sometimes. But I go to plot one and nobody hits the ball. <laughs> I, I think that's very true. I will say, though, I feel like if you. As you rank out, like it's been a while since I felt. Uh, um, what's the word? The, the step ladder, the next mm-hmm. step in the ladder. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, like, because I've spent, you know, I'm in C1 for a while and like hitting the C2 a couple of times, I will say, especially when I'm solo queuing, right? It's a little weird when I'm when I'm duoing or, or, or trip queuing because, you know, you have your teammates with so, like the game feels completely different. Sure. But in solo queue specifically, when I hit those games, I was like, OK, no, there's like a different type of game I'm playing here and I have to actually be able to adjust to it. And it's been a while since I've actually felt like I hit that, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where it was like, oh, no, I have to play a little faster and I, I have to be a little smarter and and all that stuff. And like, I think it was weird because now that I like once again, Nick Tackler, this uh, today has brought me down from C2 back to C1. Um, so congrats to him, now that probably. I'm playing in C, congrats to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's almost GC in twos. Ugh, oh, my if he God. hits GC. I'm never going to hear the end of it. <laughs> um, but no, no, we were playing threes. I, I was going to say, though, if if we if i yeah yeah if 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 i get like now that i'm back in that c1 rank i've like actively been like okay no play slower you know what i mean like mm-hmm. don't just rush it because mm-hmm. in c2 it's like i kind of need to rush it just because i'm not completely sure exactly how the i'm not i'm not comfortable right mm-hmm. like i can play one good game but i can't play five in a row or six in a row um in in that rank yet if yeah. that makes sense or or at least that's what it felt like at the specific time I was playing. Because sometimes I'm gonna be honest, if you if you queue in the morning, it's all over like it's all slower. <laughs> it's the gameplay just in general when people are waking up is just slower. <laughs> so I think that's I, I, that's also true at like after dinner. It's weird. Mm. When I when I play really, really late, it's like, damn, everyone's just a monkey. I love this game. <laughs> but when you play well, yeah, like, everyone's oh. like tired end of the day and they're just like not thinking they're just hitting it exactly know? it's so much fun people play better it's great <laughs> when people aren't thinking people play better that's what i found it's well, great because that's another thing it's like when you play slow i find when you play slow and like if your mechanics are slightly off and the gameplay slower you actually feel almost more hopeless yes like you you have to like for you to do well in a slow game, and that has to be the day that like every flick, every air dribble you do is like perfect. You're hitting perfect. It all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, and it's nice because if if you do get a day like that, like you actually feel like you can carry games easily, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but more often than not, it's like the point of the day when that happens when everyone's playing. Well, everyone's playing slow, um, but you you fail to control like an easy ball every time, right? Like that's a yeah. <laughs> You yeah. can't even catch the ball, you know, like which is just horrible. Get anything. It's, it's such a bad feeling, yeah. and then you just feel terrible. Speaking of yeah, yeah, yeah. feeling terrible, do you mind if I yeah. move on slightly? Uh to esports or something? No, in your to another category. thing about the week. Something you want to say? Sure. Yeah, okay, let's go. Say, so, right now, um, I'm back in C three for threes. But the fun thing about that is now I see a C three along all three of my options of games. So what I'm saying mm. here is that I've hit C3 in once, which is really fun and really stupid because it's really <laughs> just playing to toxicity and one's toxicity is so funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know what it is, but like three's toxicity is fun. You, you can you can do things with three's toxicity and two's uh, toxicity, 
But one's toxicity is just like people will type and go off. And it's so much fun. It's so much fun to play with people like that because they just start playing horribly and you just keep on playing your game. You're making me nostalgic, dude. Yeah, you're (laughs) making me miss the times when when I'm playing StarCraft and like I could win a game by saying the right thing at the right time. Okay. All right. Listen, if if (laughs) in StarCraft, when someone typed like so in the beginning of your StarCraft game, you type good luck, have fun. Mm -hmm. Sometimes in StarCraft. If someone typed it late, you'd know they're going all in. You know they're doing some cheesy strategy. Mm, yep, yep. Um, so I love that stuff. But another thing was it was literally psychology. So if someone was mad at you for something, you could force them to be so annoyed that they quit. Yep. Um, so <laughs> I, I love that. So like, because it's it's so weird that these games, the worst toxicity you get is from your teammates. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's almost like when you get toxicity from your opponents, like you don't actually care. It's like a weird thing that Rocket League does to you. Yep. <laughs> um, so it's it's almost the most fun. It's like you don't care. They're being toxic and you know they're getting mad. So that means you can you can use that to your advantage to win the game. Yes. Also, okay, for one, using it to your advantage to win the game. Perfect. Like just always do it. If somebody's mad about something, keep on doing it more and you just tilt them off the face of the earth and you win the game. But in around GC, like on that mid level, for some reason... The moment you bump somebody, people just go off. Like, I don't get it. Everybody just gets so mad about a bump. Wait, why do they get mad at, like, near GC? That makes no sense. I know exactly what it is. I know exactly what it is. So, when you get near GC, everyone recognizes that everyone's pretty darn good at the game, right? Especially in ones. Like, you get pretty darn good at around that GC mark. C3... GC1, GC2, anything in that range, everyone's pretty good at the game. You're top 1%, you know, across all of those. Mm-hmm. What ends up happening is, oh, you're good at the game. You shouldn't have to rely on extra tactics to get by me. You should just be able to, like, they want to get beat by somebody being better than them at things that don't require them to be taken out of the play. So they get toxic about it. I think this is what happens in ones, especially, is that, that there's no way that person is just beating me based on skill. They're beating me because of some sort of, you know, novelty is is what's getting past me right now. They're bumping me. That's the only reason they're beating me. They they're not better than me. They're just bumping me. That's the only reason they're beating me. Or in ones, oh no, the game is malfunctioning. I'm getting glitches. I'm getting lag. All this stuff. <laughs> That's what's beating me. It's not that this person is playing in this individual game. They may not be better than me overall, but they're definitely not player than playing better than me in this individual game and that's what's beating me and that's where you get toxicity from opponents as what's going on and what happens I mean, from this, teammates yeah. is that you know that person my teammate is not it's not that they're having a bad game they're just a bad player why did i get this team that other team is so good every teammate on there has never played a bad game my teammate <laughs> is terrible how did they make c2 to c3 <laughs> how did they make gc1 like and impossible. honestly in that game they might be terrible that game you know like they, I've they had, might i be. have plenty of bad games like 90 percent of my games are bad games but True. still like, i try and convince my teammate that you know what i'm not the reason we lose you're the reason we lose even though i'm playing bad so can i just say to, how it works to that once thing it's like I and we talked about this, but I think it becomes more and more apparent the less players there are on the field, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think we've talked about smartness and mechanical skill, right? But like, ultimately, cleverness does play a big factor as well, right? Like being able to use these cheap little tricks to get a little edge over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you start doing you start doing a lot of bumps, all right? Now they're starting to you know get those bumps, and that's when you stop doing the bumps, and you're like, well, they just jumped for no reason, right? Um, like there is something to you know we're talking about conditioning a little bit um but i think i think especially in ones is getting them to start reacting in a certain way over and over again to something you're doing and then using that to your advantage to 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 like out out i don't want to say i was smart i want to say like kind of out clever them right instead of i was smart because i feel like smartness in general i associate with kind of a little more cautious play style and a little more reactive play style while wittiness is actively doing something, right? For let's just say 20 seconds, 30 seconds, 40 seconds, right? Actively doing something to make them start biting on it. And then you start doing something else. Okay. Um, so in this case, bumping, right? You go for bumps like the first half of your game, all of a sudden they're expecting bumps, and that's when you start not doing them, right? Um, so it's just it's just about, yeah, I think there's a lot to that in this game that you know, isn't necessarily talked about, but like if you think of it from a uh, either a fighting game perspective or, or from, uh, you know, uh, I've used I've used the uh, boxing or whatever perspective as well of, of kind of conditioning and, and just being being tricky and being uh, creative and kind of getting those little edges, even though they might hate it. I mean, that's that's part of it, too. Right. It's not just like a general smartness. It's kind of like using all these underhanded tricks until you frustrate the person to playing worse and mm-hmm. then you don't have to use them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love using toxicity as a as a skill, as it's one so of fun. those things. <laughs> yeah, it's just great. It's an um, undervalued, uh, which is funny because Wabs is so wholesome that when he is toxic, it's just the funniest thing in the world. True, true, true. Um, it's fun being. Yeah. <laughs> I guess speaking of being uh, toxic, um Oxygen dude, let go of the roster, man. Toxigen. Let's head into esports here. Toxigen. No, they let go of the greatest roster that ever lived, cough cough. Um what could nice have been, I guess. Um but no, uh the yeah, the 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 oxygen roster with with our, you know. Our favorite player. No, I don't know if it's our favorite player, but with a very, very good, uh, some very, very good players uh, left. And, well, then and, and I want your roster. thoughts on, I want your guys' thoughts on this, right? Because they move on from Farah Chassette Nastral to Jamal Jabari's um, roster, Toasty, LJ, and Krasics. Mm-hmm. And then Desi is a substitute. Um, my thought there immediately is that does Jamal Jabari outperform oxygen's previous roster consistently like because my because my worry is that like they dump a roster that wasn't performing and i completely agree to dumping that roster but they don't pick up somebody like top blokes that is a top four team they top blokes ends up moving on and doing their own thing and ty swiggles will get more into that but um they drop a roster for i mean what a you could say top 12, maybe top eight type of roster. Um, mm, that's kind of pushing, but sure. But like, you know, so top 12, right? If you, if you keep yeah. that, you know, in mind, top 12 team. Um, and they, I mean, they drop one top 12 team for another top 12 team. And I'm just kind of like, and Oxygen as a team has performed top eight recently. 
Um, so I'm just like, I, un- I don't understand what the point is of dropping a roster that although underperforming for what was expected for a team that is, as we consider it lower level. I just don't get it. Yeah. I, I want to say that it, they're cheaper. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that they essentially went, okay, we can just do a pretty much the same swap, like a lateral swap and have a cheaper roster. Um, but we see potential in this team being better at least, but regardless, it costs less. Wouldn't that's my theory. Wouldn't top blokes still be cheaper though? Or would they be, mm. I mean, they, I guess like you could, could possibly consider them just as expensive because they have results. Um, I think that, top blokes might be kind of hanging on to see if they can get something better. Right. I'm or, wondering if they're waiting or they're already in talks with a different organization. Mm, that's Cloud nine jumps into EU. Exactly. <laughs> Um, <laughs> although yeah. I don't know why FaZe wouldn't get a North American team so that that I guess that's not really no I, th- I think there's definitely some some big EU uh, things that are l- still out there well um, I think Ox is actually me, moving in North because Jamal Jabari is um, a North American team right yeah I think they want to move to North America as well I so it's because Oxygen's a North American company. So I think they went mm. in because because of Astral's availability and having Chasset and stuff like that there. Like that's probably why they went into EU, and maybe that's why they jumped on Jamal Jabari. Jamal, um, yeah. So they essentially mm-hmm. went. They, yeah, I think so they they awesome. essentially had to take a lesser team because Jamal Jabari is a decently enough performing North American team, and maybe hoping that with the resources behind them, they can actually like really get results. And like this is a thing as well is like if they want to do some kind of team house or like even one month training camp type things, mm-hmm. um, maybe not now, but like in the future, like they have that possibility. They're all in the States. They don't even have to worry about, you know, too many restrictions. They could just kind of get a house and, and do that thing. Uh, if they, if they, I don't know why they don't pick up somebody like it, like version one is not an org, right? Like, I don't know why they don't pick up somebody like that. Yeah, version one would be good. I, I think there is a want for kind of new faces as well. Or peeps. Uh, peeps, peeps would be a great choice. Peeps would have been Again, good. Again, there's a chance peeps is already in talks with a different team, but could be speculation, of course. It'd be Tyson funny though if like Oxygen just exactly just kind of talked like to the first team. And Charlotte they were, Phoenix like, sure. without Karma. Oh no, Charlotte Phoenix doesn't exist without Karma. True. Let's talk about that though. <laughs> um, so I, I put. Uh, 72 PC best team no cap even though they just lost to Exit. it's just the Charlotte birds without karma (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) the the Charlotte not even like fire the Charlotte Charlotte seagulls (laughs) (laughs) they can't rise from the ashes not without karma (laughs) they've lost it it's good it's done (laughs) yeah it's uh, yeah (laughs) I mean if there's one team that really exemplified its name. It was definitely Charlotte <laughs> Phoenix continuously rebirthing into the world, you know, in a new, in a new reincarnate, reincarnated. <laughs> Every split that. made you think maybe this is the one. <laughs> no, no, it, it reincarnated as a Phoenix. Yep. And then the Phoenix continued on and like, went on exploring and then had to reincarnate again and they a new phoenix the- it was a new phoenix <laughs> every single time but it kept that one bit of its like little essence karma karma exactly, was always exactly. there 
<laughs> the phoenix maintained even though the body changed um no but okay let, let's let's talk i mean i think i thought it was really cool that the 72 pc has a new uh a new roster um and it has some notable players which i am currently trying it's, to remember off the top it's of my not head. a new um well it's semi-new right so um ty not tyler's there Seabass is mm-hmm. semi-new i know he came on like you know late in last split everything like that but he's semi-new jacob's the only like semi og and stuff to it but even mm-hmm. even then like he's i mean he joined in early 2020 but seabash joined late 2020 and spider who's the other um other starter it joined in early 2021 and then karma joined in at, you know in the last week or so about a week ago mm-hmm. as the mm-hmm. official substitute and all that so but they've had the same coach for years and years. So it's going to be one of those things of slightly new roster, but hopefully uh, they're able to to step up and and uh, and all that kind of stuff. I'd love to see them. Hopefully. And I'd love to cast them in uh, mm-hmm. really high-profile RLCS matches. Also, hopefully coach, they can rise from the act. Oh, yes. Hopefully they can rise from the ashes. I just had to make that joke. Okay, what were you going to say? <laughs> um, so speaking of coaches, um, we haven't talked about the... Uh, addition of basically oh, yes. a break. Yeah, yeah. Yep, the option of taking um, a pause and a timeout in the middle of series, not games. Mm-hmm. Yes, middle of series. Talk about it, Wabbits. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. You, you start and I'll go off you. Okay, so right now, coaches basically did nothing for a very long time. They were just kind of there and, you know, had to do the fastest combo rapper thing um in the world for a minute um in between games and that was really their only option but now there's that or with this most recent split um they are finally going to um nice um they're finally gonna add in a use for coaches where they have the option to take a timeout um in between games in however long the series is i think it's only one time that's that's to my knowledge um so yeah coaches have a use now thoughts i'll come back later <laughs> i mean i i saw people complaining about this and like saying like oh teams without coaches are gonna be disadvantaged but it's like i don't know i i i think i think the idea of a coach having a time to actually talk to their players is totally fine like it it literally is it kind of reminds me of literally the the one minute break in in like a ufc fight yeah. Right. Yeah. Five minute rounds. You got one minute. The coach talks to you. I'm totally fine with it. Well, right now that's already there. Granted, mm-hmm. um, because, you know, in between, oh, this is during the call. Like you're saying they can actually they can actually they, make a timeout between games and stuff. Yes. A, a one time timeout between games that's extended beyond the, the normal time that is in between games. They just have yeah, to make that call. Um, is it before the game ends or is it within that one minute period? Do you know? There's a specific. Um, I think it's within that one minute period. I think it's after, it can be after the sense. game ends. Okay. So so essentially, they go into that, see how people are feeling, and then decide whether they want to take that break. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Which honestly, I I'm, think a lot oh, of teams are going to do this when the momentum's against them. Yep. Um, but it just kind of like to me, just reminds me of basketball. I don't hate it. Relance, do you have any strong opinions on this? Well, the way I look at this is a little bit different, and it's it's not a direct comparison, but what I kind of think about this is that um, looking at the way American football is played and how players' downtime is treated. Look at like a quarterback for for 
an American football team and how their time when the defense is out there. And so they're not playing how that is treated. They're going over previous plays and they're going over you know, what formations and stuff they were seeing and, and what they can exploit that kind of thing. And that's what I want to, you know, I think the evolution of that is this, they're going to be able to pull out specific spots of like, Hey, here's what we're seeing them do consistently. Here's what we need to be able to do. And so it's going to give coaches a real platform to use in the moment adjustments, not just a, Hey, you guys need to pressure more. It's going to be like, no, what here's specifically what I need to see. And it's going to give them the time that they need in order to do that. So that's what I'm hoping is coming from this. And it's going to be, you know, there's plenty of rocket league coaches out there, but it's going to essentially prove which coaches are actually worth their (laughs) position. Because, because I mean, I mean, realistically, all these teams have coaches and they'll schedule scrimmages and they'll schedule all this different stuff and they'll give stuff for players to work on and everything. But like, even when um, the previous oxygen roster appointed a, like a manager and a coach and that, and that kind of thing so that they could manage their time more effectively. Um, mm-hmm. I was one of, I was kind of wondering, it's like, are they going to respect this person that comes in, you know, partway through and are they going to really kind of give them what they deserve out of like listening to what they actually have to say. And this will give the coaches that opportunity to kind of prove their assault and all that kind of stuff as far as, is what they say worth listening to? Are they going to be able to coach to specific adjustments and that kind of thing? And if so, then you'll see teams succeed after, you know, they go down two Oh, in a, in a five best of five series, um, you'll see adjustments and stuff made, or they go down, um, three, one in a best of seven type of thing. Like what those adjustments and stuff look like at that point. Or if, Hey, there's a big blowout. We're going to call a timeout. We're going to reset. We're going to stop momentum from actually like taking over and beating us up mm-hmm. too much. Cause that's the other thing that a lot of sports will do is look at like basketball. For example, when another team is going on like a, an eight Oh run or a 10 Oh run, the opposing coach always calls timeout because he's like, no, we're not going to let momentum beat us here. So like there's a few mm-hmm. different uses for this and it's just going to be a matter of these managers and coaches. Do they actually use it to their advantage or is it one of those things that potentially inexperience in those positions is going to come back to bite them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, I like think that. this is completely true. And honestly, I'm very, very happy to see that coaches um, are finally getting a genuine use in Rocket League and recognition, at least from Psionics. Um, and I think that this was probably, this was a very good step in my opinion. And the next expected step after um coaches were allowed on stage that we saw i think Mm. in the summer of last year um so i'm very very happy about this it's just honestly i'm saying that it's too late but or not too late but it's it should have come earlier um but now that it's finally here there's some play around in terms of strategy um, like with using the timeouts, like Relance was saying, and uh, Lazero with basketball and, you know, to stop momentum or to regain momentum or whatever else. Plus, um, you can genuinely go over strategy rather than just being like, oh, they're playing super aggressive, slow it down. No, let's go <laughs> over the specific thing that we're getting beat on every time. This is now a very big thing. And rather than, you know, forcing them uh, to go over your own previous games with that person or with that team now we have this opportunity to um 
do it mid game and see, okay, let's try this like in that one minute break that's expected. Let's try this thing. Let's see how this goes. And then come back to that and say with the five minute break, okay, now here's the very small things I need to change. And we're going to go over them. (laughs) Mm. Also bathroom breaks, which is nice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can't, you can't, you can't dismount that or Mm -hmm, discount mm -hmm, that. mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I I have nothing really to add. That's Mm -hmm. great. Uh, any last kind of thoughts here in this realness? I think you guys both put it very succinctly. Um, no, I think I'm, uh, I think I'm good, good. on okay. those adjustments. Final, yeah, let's talk about, uh, oh, oh unless Wabbit's, Wabbit says more to say. What? I have more to say. Final last thought that I, I want to say is that the big, like the common argument that I saw against it is that, you know, seven game series are already very long, um, generally an hour or so ish. Uh, so adding this extra five minute break kind of sucks in terms of time, but coming from any other esport, Rocket League is an extremely fast game and mm-hmm. we're still in a best of seven series, which means that a best of seven in something like Dota or League is, <laughs> oh, look, that's almost seven hours <laughs> or <laughs> rather than the one hour plus five minutes. Um, so we're kind of, we as Rocket League uh consumers um are a little privileged in terms of the amount of time and uh layover that can happen so honestly the five minute break might genuinely be good for us as well because it's a little bit of a break it's not just constant rocket league stuff being like oh next game's already on and i yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. and i just want to add to that as well as like the fact that they're kind of getting rid of double, like black bracket resets i think this will work very well yeah i think if there's a bracket reset it would just be way too long <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, I think if it's a best of seven, this kind of having these breaks will be a nice way to kind of fill out, I guess, the series and kind of build suspense without having it be like 14 games. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Want me to throw mm-hmm. something else at you guys to ponder real quick? Do it. Quick. Okay. Well, qu- by quick, this could become long, so we'll see. Um, so I got form- 20 minutes. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out. I don't actually have 20 minutes. Figure it out. All right. So um, the spring split is a 20-team format uh, that is going to blend round-robin group play and a double elimination bracket where some teams are seeded into the lower bracket and finally a single elimination bracket. Which we saw this weekend, actually, with BDS. Yeah, so days 0 and 1 are single round-robin play. Uh, teams that place fifth in their group are eliminated. So five teams in a group. Teams that place fifth are eliminated. On day oh. two, the 16 remaining teams are seeded into the knockout gauntlet. Seeds one and two are placed in the upper bracket, while seeds three and four are three and four are placed into the lower bracket. The eight teams that make it all the way through are qualified for the final single elimination bracket on day three. So, what are your, th- what okay. are your guys' thoughts? I really like that. That's pretty much exactly what I wanted to see from them. I think like going back in our previous podcast, that's probably like just a one-to-one of either use a split or the round robin. If you have the time for that qualifier into a single bracket, um, adding that double elimination bracket with seating. I'm, I'm, I like that. <laughs> like double elimination has been used as, as a competitively fair format it is not the most entertaining format. Yeah. And I think having a single bracket, keeping it simple, getting casual with people who've never watched before, be like, it's just the best of seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think 
I think that it helps. I have no problems. Uh, as long as the last day, the Sunday or whatever, the championship Sunday, um, as long as that is uh, easy to follow, no worries about, you know, bracket resets or who's in losers or winners, uh, I think in general is better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and like they, they still give you kind of an advantage if you didn't lose by by being against worse teams. Right. That's the yes. that's the idea. So I, uh, so I really like it. This is a, a great one. It shows consistency, um, that requirement for consistency to get to your specific placement. And then you still have to show up on this uh, specific day, which um, should probably be how it is in that final day. So, well, what I, I like about no this, negative. what I like about this compared to like the fall split, right? That had the Swiss bracket. Mm-hmm. This rewards good play, not just from a seating perspective, but you get placed in that upper bracket. So you're, you know, by placing a one or two seed instead of a three or four seed, you end up getting that double elimination buffer. So performing early on, it rewards you for that versus, Mm -hmm. um, and then it punishes you for not performing, right? You either are eliminated or you're down in a single elimination lower bracket. And then Mm -hmm. it gives us that day three aspect, which I've always kind of preferred a single elimination as you're heading towards the finals and that kind of stuff. Because like, although a bracket reset is exciting, I don't like the idea of a team beating a team in the finals and then having to play again. It's like, no, you just beat the team in the finals. Like, I'm not a huge fan of the double dipping on double elimination brackets when it comes to I, finals. I think it ruins the suspense sometimes. Honestly, mm-hmm. it does, and it also it's like, like it's like burns you out. Mm-hmm. Like, think about like Rogue yeah, in the yeah. last split, right? They they yeah. had to overcome quite the deficit and adversity in order to win that first you know get through the entire lower bracket get through that lower bracket get up to you know back into the you know finals and then get a bracket reset and stuff like that. like there's a lot that goes into that so i just i think it takes away from the mo- momentum of the moment to require a bracket reset in that so i think the sing- single elimination going into the finals is the best overall setup mm-hmm. I l- yeah i agree I don't think yeah, there's any disagreement with me here. So we got to fill the next 20 minutes till Lazier runs out of time. So let's figure out what else we oh, have to talk about. I hate this about. guy so much. No, let's let's <laughs> talk about BDS quickly. So you're uh, relentless, I think, or did Wabs put that? I don't know I which did. one you put this. You put BDS is the only team in EU. Um, there's two things we can touch on here. Is like, is there really no team in EU that can really stand out to them right now? Yes. As okay. in, there are I, no teams. And you're, yeah, so you're saying like EU is just the region's done. Is that what you're saying? No, wow, it's, it's just that BDS worse. is the you're best. You're saying BDS is not the best team in the world. So, well, we'll leave that argument for a later day. Um, like the false dichotomy I just threw on you. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. It was beautiful. Um, I think BDS is the best team in Europe. That's not a think. That's a that's a no. Um, like it's just kind of a fact at this point because they've won what seven out of nine tournaments, uh, like bigger tournaments. So BDS is the best team in, in EU. Um, there is definitely still that competition in the lower lower bits, and EU or BDS can lose. They've lost what twenty three percent of their games in finals or they've lost 23 percent of tournaments um so, so of tournaments not games yeah, yeah like they, tournaments they, sorry. they are sorry they, they are three out of four times likely to win a tournament if they enter like that's pretty much what it comes down to it is better than that but yes 
Is uh, it better than that or is it worse? I no, tw- I mean, 23, right? Like you, you're mm-hmm. almost a quarter there. So it's a, it is a hair better than that. But mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of give you, when, when I looked at this, I wanted to give you guys perspective on um, why I put that in there. So if you go to the RL, the esports.rocketleague.com, it's going to give you like the leaderboards and stuff for all of the esports teams. Yep. Uh, BDS significantly let's significantly on the top they're at 3400 and, and and some change as far as total points available to them in rlcsx um and then you have nrg at 2900 team envy at 2700 team vitality 23 and then you got space station rogue it's not even until you get to place seven do you even see another eu team which is top blokes mm-hmm. who have half the amount of points that team bds d- does Team BIS has almost 3,500 points. Top blokes have 1,800 points. Mm-hmm. So like they're all the way down there as far as total points. And then part of that is because BDS wins every single tournament, it seems like. Um, Isn't it that BDS has enough points right now to qualify twice over and almost three times over? Well, if you look at the current placings and stuff, G2 holds up that 10th spot at um, 1,550. Mm-hmm which is less than half of the amount of points that BDS does. So BDS could honestly just not do anything for the rest of Rocket League and then still make the major, <laughs> like still make the worlds and stuff. Like they should sign a EU's, sub roster, have them play the rest of the games. <laughs> as far as I mean, realistically they should, they should sign a sub roster and find out, okay, who do we want as our official sub? Who's going to perform the best in this threes kind of setup and everything like it doesn't hurt them in any case to do that. Look at professional teams when they secure a playoff spot. They start playing subs regularly. Now, there's actual money on the line, so BDS will never do that because they want their players paid, understandably so. But it's just one of those things of like the closest competition is not that close. Yes, they do lose because everyone, you know, on any given game, somebody can lose. But realistically, like the top, three to five teams out of what I'm a big dumb. I'm so stupid. Vitality's in the fourth spot. I don't know why I didn't treat them as a EU team for some reason in my mind. They were North American. Cause vitality I'm a big now does not exist in EU. It does not exist. Vitality in doesn't NA. exist in it EU. Is, like they get pooped on by BDS entity. every, every time they get the chance, they get pooped on by BDS. Say, Top blokes is more likely to be BDS than exists, vitality right. is like, it's just, but That's anyways, all that being said, um, Realistically, it's BDS, and then everyone else is fighting for second place. Fight me if you gotcha. disagree. So it it it's kind of BDS, and then it's our v, our vitality, and then it's everybody else. I don't even know. I don't view vitality as a solid second, as like a guaranteed second. I don't. View I'm, it that I'm way not sure I agree with it either. So much time, <laughs> they spent so much time underperforming. They spent most of the winter <laughs> split underperforming. Yeah, like I'm. Don't worry, I'm not sure I agree with it either. But I, I would still, just by looking at it, I think I've that Vitality is definitely at a place where they're genuinely in contention for a second when nobody else is. Let's say it like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you're gonna pick a number two team that you can like, if I was gonna bet on a number two team out of there, like Vitality is gonna be the one I go with, but I don't have a lot of confidence in it. Like it's just one of those things of like they eke it out just barely over my uh, faith in the other ones. But the I like reason- top blokes. Giants have stepped up this season, so like mm-hmm. they're they're doing a lot better. But it's just one of those things of 
really it's it's BDS. And I'm excited to see how they compete with the NA teams. Because between yes. NRG, NV, yes. Space Station, and Rogue, I think those NA teams are very exciting to watch against a team like BDS. Especially NRG. I think NRG's play style and BDS's play style will be so entertaining to watch. Yeah. No, I, I very much agree. Like, yeah, yeah. The reason that I said what I said is that there's nobody else that I would consider for a second spot, second place spot in EU. Um, even though Vitality doesn't really put a content, like a contest to BDS, right? They're not BDS's um, contention. It's just that there's like they they are above everyone else, but not nearly to the level of BDS. So that's undermined is, is how I would see it. Does that make sense? I think that that's yeah. probably, yeah. yeah. Basically, I don't like them there, but nobody else fits there. <laughs> <laughs> They're the reluctant second. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I, that's, is yeah, I think is so. Vitality like the space station of EU where it's like, you know, like, okay, if they perform, I'm not surprised, but I also don't have a ton of confidence in them performing at this point. But like, they're, they're not on of, the upswing. Hmm. I would expect I kind them of to... Feel, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I, I was going to say, our, uh, Vitality kind of feels like... Like, I don't think they can ever... They, they're the doorman to to BDS's glory. Okay, I don't think they're ever gonna actually step up and beat BDS, but they're gonna knock down every other team that gets close. <laughs> or, or sorry, when they feel like it, they're gonna knock down every other team that gets close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can pretty much expect them to show up. It's just that they're not gonna show up as a dominant force that happens when Space Station shows up. Like it feels when Space Station shows up, they just beat everybody. Yeah, right? yeah. And RV, RV when they show up is like, I uh, we're like, they're the, the forever number two. It's kind of like everyone else loses. Yeah. <laughs> it, feels like Vita- it feels like Vitality's best right now is number two. They just don't always perform at their best. Yes, I think that's agreed. Yeah. yeah. Like, but again, like half the half the time they're performing at their best, but if they're not, then they're like a number four to five team. Yes. I, I would very much agree with that, but that's the reason that I put them at that reluctant too. It's because everybody else at their best, or not everyone else, but a couple other teams at their best could be number two. But that's at I'm their best. I'm excited to see Dignitas in this in this split coming up. I'm excited to watch if Dignitas continues to evolve the way they have. That's fair. That's fair. There's a lot in contention for that two three spot, which. I would put Vitality in because <laughs> I really don't want to put them in two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I mean, this this is when the fact that we haven't had these teams interact, right? Uh, like the North American EU regions makes, like, it makes us so curious that, like, I think it's the first time that we've had so much separations between the regions. And if, like, EU has, in fact, like, the rest of the teams have gone, you know, you know, quote unquote worse, relatively worse, right? Um, then we could see a big impact and like BDS is just like some average team. But like mm-hmm. let's just say, you know, 
I kind of feel like we're all predicting that if there's a land or if there's some kind of crossover event, what would end up happening is BDS is still going to be like that top two team fighting for that top spot. And then the rest of EU is just going to lag behind. Like That's kind of like my prediction, I guess. But I don't know if either of you have I think a it's. I think they're top four. I mean, like <laughs> because we don't see them interact and everything, um, you know, it could be a jumble of them between BDS, NRG, NV. And I think honestly, at this point, Rogue. Um, mm, yeah, I, would yeah. I think, the, I think those are the top four teams I look at and stuff internationally and it could be anybody's game between all of those because I think NA has higher um, has a higher competition level at the top end. at the top end but I think mm-hmm. the mid-level competition out of EU which would be the top end of EU is tougher mid-competition for NA so but I think out of the top four I think BDS it'll, it'll be a kind of wash between all of those four teams yeah okay uh, I think a good good place to kind of wrap up the the conversation there. Um, yeah, so there. Uh, probably wow. Okay, two weeks off. Uh, we get a significant <laughs> esports segment on the show. Okay, I'm gonna keep all the, these in mind. All right, I'm ready. I'm taking notes. I'm writing notes. Um, I think with all that, we'll we'll slowly kind of head to the outro here. Um, I would like to first of all thank all of you for listening. Um, if you ever want to help out the show, you can always join the Discord community. We have Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern uh, game nights. Always fun time. And tell other people about the show. Let them know. Let them know. Um, and also, I'd like to thank all our patrons who've been supporting us. Uh, so thank you all so, so much. Special shout outs to the Roll Call tier patrons of Cursor, JYs, Paint, Raz, Psych Mop, Go, Tim Chewbarker, and Vance. Thank you so much for your continued um, uh, support. You guys are awesome. And uh, I guess if, uh, if there's some homework for all of you some something to kind of take into account something to uh to do that i'd like to like to kind of leave everyone off on is um at relentless on why he's wrong about everything he said in this podcast and (laughs) finally someone with sense (laughs) and then you can at wabbits in the discord because he's not gonna reply to you on twitter true you can say i've never been wrong uh, i've never been wrong a day in my life you can tell him that you I'm have re- you're the one that received his uh you know his hair. Mm, um, good, and good, you're going to masquerade as him in the future. Okay. Good. Uh anyway, for myself from Relentless, from Wabbits, yes I did that. Uh, have a good one. We'll get we'll get there. You say you save it. Save that energy. Keep that right. same energy. I'm gonna start, I should have started recording five minutes ago. I'm gonna start recording Did you not the record backup the now just so you have this. No. Oh man. Oh, that would been great. Um, this would have been perfect post post episode stuff. 100%. Also, you're gonna put all well, now I have to up it even. I have to go even further when we're actually recording, just because no, no, no. Okay, I need a reaction. Let's get into recording. Uh I mean I did so, say you had really? the spiciest takes, so no, uh, Shogun, real said, Shogun said Shogun it. Yes. said I. You didn't That's say true. anything. I yeah. mean, who yeah. who fed Shogun the the words? That's the question. Shogun's an avid listener. Uh, <laughs> entirely him. Shogun's the master of ad lib. Do you think anyone fed him? This is Rocket League. No. True. I did. I went back God, in time I'm, and I I'm told him. I'm wasting all this gold on you guys right now. <laughs> you better have a backup recording going on. I'm it's going. It's going. We're throwing the in the back. Okay. Best gold let's, on you right let's now. Let's do the. Let's start this recording.
<laughs> All right. Well, you clapped early. What the heck? No, you... no, no. Clap after three. One, two, three. Clap. Hello and welcome. I don't have to do an intro anymore, but I'm here. Oh. Wabbits is here. Relentless is here. Yes, I'm yes. first. I did. Get right I did rules say, of the game. <laughs> I don't. Wabbits, are you like in a in a hall? Do you have the wrong microphone? What's going on, dude? I hope He's I talking into I a thermos. have the wrong microphone. Oh, you, well, right now, can you go into settings, or do we have to restart this recording? We definitely have to restart this recording. Okay, I stopped that recording. Oh wait! Oh, oh wait! That's why I got in. Oh, okay, you switched it. <laughs> uh, All you have to do is there's actually a settings tab up there. You I can go to the settings top right. Steady microphone. There, oh, there, there it is. There it is. Oh, I can oh, hear you. Oh. Better, better. Good. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay, I guess I'm back. Are you here? Yeah. Is is we're Relentless back. here? Yeah, we're good. Do this we all better, have right? the proper microphone settings? Yes, this sounds right. Okay. okay, let's go. All right, recording. And once again, clap on three. One, two, three, clap. That was so much slower. 